que estuvo aquí Pablo, Pablo Grita desde allá atrás. Saludos, aquí ando. Nos vemos en el Surfest y Nos ahora. Vemos. Y, yeah. Nos vemos el próximo viernes. Nos escuchamos. Nos queremos. Chao. Bye. KPT listeners, you're listening to Face Melt Radio on KPT Houston 90.1 FM HD2. Thank you for tuning in this Friday evening. On uh, the show, I play a mix of electronic music, avant-garde music, and uh, psychedelic music. So, uh, you know, a little bit of everything. Pretty weird. Uh, now we're just going to get straight into the music. Uh, I've got a great set lined up for you lots of diverse types of sounds from uh, across the decades um, yeah so let's get into the music
close, I'm waiting alone. Deep in my coffin, I call it my home. Cowering and broken, I'm a victim of my evil deeds, but I don't need your sympathy. I'm comfortable in misery. Sitting on 
on the steps by the library building. Busted him a short, then I asked about his children. Told me he ain't see him since they mama tried to kill him. Laughed and told the homie, I forgot about that shit. Caught you with the crib rolling off in the fat bitch. Tried to pull the heater, but you hit him with the mattress. And jumped out the window, butt naked, it was plastic. I paused cause my homie wasn't laughing with me. So I tried to switch the topic up casually. He exhaled, smoking through his hat in the street. Said player, I don't understand what happened to me. Remember how I used to live extravagantly? White jeans stuff free with immaculate jeans. Stacked jeans, top keys like they was practically free. Now I'm scrambling the streets in this raggedy team. I was puzzled by his feelings of inadequacy. Then I saw the track mark when he pulled back on his sleeve. Yeah, my homie got a habit, it seems. Sad, cause I kinda wanna dab him and leave. But I've been down the same road, so I put it on front street. Then he stepped back like he wanted to punch me. Told him, sit down, it's been a minute since we hung out. Apologize for bringing up the fact that he was strung out. Caught me off guard, and I know that life hard. But I really hate to see the homie in the graveyard. Cause all I wanna do is see my people live large. I always try to see my people better than they are. He told me he had clean up, said it was a promise. Look me in my eyes to reply that he was honest. But I know that I would lie too back when I was on it. So even when I nodded, I was feeling broken hearted. He the homie though, regardless. So I know I gotta trust him. Told him I won't bring it up in any more discussions. And I hit him with some ones, probably about a dozen. He told me he was staying with his auntie and his cousin. But I saw the bitch later and she told me that he wasn't. Told me if she saw him, she would snitch him to the government. Said he on some foul shit. She ain't even love him. I was bugging. I know we on the needle. How she talking hopeless? Told me that he was evil. He didn't have emotions. Said he found his babies with a gross split and he the culprit. I'm like, oh shit, step back. How she go against blood like that? That's the homie from the way back. Looking at the stars, what the fuck can make you say that? Nah, love, I can't even play that. It's hard to light a smoke when you trying to breathe. Cause deep down I know she ain't lying to me Cause deep down I know she ain't lying to me Cause deep down I know she ain't lying to me Hey yo, your whole boy change sometimes Hey yo, the thoughts rearrange and they break sometimes Too hard dealing with the pain sometimes But you gotta let go, you can't say they lies Your whole boy change sometimes The thoughts rearrange and they break sometimes Too hard dealing with the pain sometimes But you gotta let go, you can't say they lies
Sounds like Mr. Ray is dodging some questions about ending up on uh, Team Liz's email chain. Yeah, that seems to me too. Uh, it's been going around uh, Twitter. Let's Likely face it. Story. Let's face it. Last night didn't go the way we wanted it to go. <laughs> your Pete's so much better than your Liz. <laughs> That's pretty close. We were hoping for a better result in New Hampshire, and a lot of volunteers and grassroots supporters fought really hard to make it happen. It hurts to care so much, work so hard, and still fall a little short. Goddamn, ain't that the truth. So it's okay to take a moment and feel that pain or process that disappointment. Take a walk around the block. Eat an extra piece of chocolate. Hug your pet. Adopt a pet. Watch videos of cats and dogs who are friends. Watch videos of cats and dogs who are friends. What? I feel like this is... Like, she. this is a PSA to convince someone not to hang themselves. Oh, God damn it. I just hung up on Tom because I got another call. Who is fucking with us? Sorry, Tom. You're going to have to tell your bill collectors to give us a fucking hour. My bad. I hung up on you. Hey, uh, you missed my punchiest joke. I said, watch the Nickelodeon Nicktoon cat dog. (laughs) God, that's a good one. Call a friend, whatever works. But once you've let it all out, take a deep breath, square your shoulders, and make a plan. A plan to fight back and win. A plan to help make sure that we don't have to feel this way again. Elizabeth has only taken the first few steps of a marathon. The Iowa caucuses in New Hampshire primary decide less than 2% of the delegates. Today, we can we start fighting even harder for the next 98%. <laughs> Tom, what the fuck? She, she basically said, fuck this low-limit bullshit. Let's go for the big prize. It's time to persist. Elizabeth needs your help to run an aggressive advertising, organizing, and outreach program to grow our movement across the country. We have a plan to win, and you are part of it. I don't know. So, did you watch her speech last night that she gave? I did. I also watched Amy Klobuchar's, which I've also, which I've seen twice before. She gave the exact same speech that she's given twice before. She has a problem with doing that. Oh, she, Amy. Yeah, she'll tell the same she, joke yeah. like over and over again. She's on repeat. It's it's, it's like a little Biden esque. <laughs> I won't have y'all talk about Queen Amy like that. I should be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm getting seriously dark and chaotic vibes from Liz right now. Um, chaotic evil. Yeah, I'm getting chaotic evil vibes from Liz Warren right now. That's I mean, no good. Seriously, like sh- her first instinct was to attack attack Bernie. <laughs> upon, upon <laughs> Love losing. that. Love that. Right. That well, she's that wasn't it. She's had that instinct for the past two months. That's been her go-to, her greatest hit. Do you think this is why people don't like her? I mean, I feel like she was okay, like before. I mean, personality-wise, like she was fine before this election. But she's really like 
<laughs> bitter. Yeah. <laughs> this is what ambition does to people, though. Like, I mean, I, when people talk about Liz Warren not being likable, I don't find her unlikable to start peeling into her record. I think she's fine. I mean, the whole Cherokee thing is weird and not cool. But, I mean, like, just to talk to her, I think, yeah, she's... She's got this kind of folksy affect, and she's she's more or less fine. There are only, like, three likable people in politics. Who in politics is likable? Yeah. It's ridiculous. This whole whole thing is ridiculous. None of these people are likable. Who are your three, Tanya?
design your logo. We know what we're doing. We are here to help you. Everything's connected. Time is of the essence. We live in the future. Color makes us hungry. Everything's connected. Redesign your logo. We know how to do it. Make the calculations. Put them into action. We will find the angle. Starting with convention. On to innovation. Everything's connected. Here we have a circle.
Hello, KBT listeners. You've been listening to Face Mount Radio. We have an eclectic lineup still lined up for you. We're coming up to the hour mark. So here's your station ID, KBFT Houston. Oh, <laughs> 
me on that shit, still on fuck the nigga. Bought me on that shit, still on cuff the nigga. Bitch, who are you fucking with? I'm <laughs> 
Do you know what a lot of people what's a reference that is going to be lost to time? I think somewhat soon. Or if it hasn't been already. Miss Cleo! <laughs> My friend was Miss Cleo for Halloween. Justin Trudeau. It was very funny. <laughs> it was very, very funny. She was very good. Uh, did she... Uh, so... Uh, I don't. We're very dangerously close to talking about magic again. <laughs> um, you know a lot about magic. Well, I've been I've been under this thing called ketosis for about the past <laughs> two weeks. Where uh, I'm just you picked it up in L.A. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been doing intermittent fasting, which That's is actually good though. No, okay. It clear, definitely is not good for you. Not eating food. Of any kind for extended periods, generally not known to be a healing sort of uh, regimen. Uh, I disagree. Okay, well, this is this is Meta from Mars. Women are from <laughs> Venus Radio. <laughs> you know, I'm all Venus actually. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm a I a Taurus Sun Libra rising, uh-huh. both ruled by Venus. I'm all Venus, baby. Venus is a person. No, come on. Oh, well, I'm not sure how planet can rule the other stuff you mentioned. I am a Libra, which means I was born in December. And what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> my birthday is December 15th. That's No, it isn't. Yeah, my social security number is <laughs> 510-384. It's a phone number. <laughs> 1442. <laughs> Whose number is that? Uh. Shit, that is Naomi Campbell's number. No, that's not a real phone number. Don't call that number. I'll tell you something about numbers, though. Check this out. So, Eddie Money. Didn't he die? He died recently. Okay. He did. So, when I was a younger man... Classic name. Classic name. was Edward Money. Uh, (laughs) When I was a young man, my friend friend who I'll just refer to as uh, uh, the Foss Man uh, stole a phone... Uh, belonging to the daughter of one Eddie Money. And in that phone, of course, was her father's phone number, Eddie Money. So what we would do, and I was like 17, I was like 16, I think, when this happened. What we would do is we'd call Eddie Money every single night, no matter what. Every single night. And the good thing about Eddie is that no matter where in this world that Eddie Money laid his head, Eddie Money would wake up and pick up that phone. Really? Yeah, I, I, and, it, and it, our, we we had some fairly elaborate things we did on him. Like once we got him to put us on the list to see him at Kanaktai Harbor, which is like four hours north of here, and we did not go because uh, we pretended we had met him at a pool. Uh, <laughs> but then at one point, I was just like, we just gave up, and he was getting not only calls from me but everyone else I know every single night. Oh refused to change his number for years, and I would just yell like, Eddie, I'm fucked up. Like I'm in Oakland. Uh, can you please just give me two tickets? Paradise. And uh, I thought that was very clever at the time, but I would just do it every single night. Eventually, um, I went on tour around the country for, mm-hmm. for two and a half months, and I gave the phone number out and sort of did a bit every single place I went, where we would call Eddie Money, etc. I called him on stage a bunch of times, um, and he would pick up, of course. And it... It was so prevalent that years later, when I returned to, I think, D.C. or Richmond, Virginia, those people were like, hey, check this out. We have Eddie Money's number. We call him every single night. No shit. Every city across this country, there are thousands of people calling Eddie Money every night. And eventually, he told my good friend, who shall remain nameless, uh, that he texted him a bunch, a long string of tests that he, he, would, he was going to kill him, and he had friends in the Oakland Police Department, and that he would get away with it. We still refuse to change his number, though. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein.
Welcome, classic rock radio fans, to uh, 107. And uh, welcome, classic rock radio fans. Uh, I guess it. I guess it has been a night of classic rock for me. I've been playing some classic rock. Uh, I think that might be uh, bending the rules a bit. Well, that's and what this. Some of these tracks you played classic rock but that's what uh a fairly analog evening for you yeah i just played some frank zappa i mean everything through that is through a wah-wah pedal but um you know that's uh analog sources with those guitars you know it's more analog than usual what's your uh what's your favorite eddie money track oh jesus well you know i was a uh a rock DJ at a place called Mr. B's Ballroom in Pasadena, Texas. And two tickets to Paradise was on my uh, medium rotation. Uh, of course, that was on the weekends. I got to spread my wings a little bit during the week, but I think I played it all the time. Did you have two tickets to Paradise? I did. I did. They were they water asses? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that song is about? Maybe. Um, yeah, I was gonna... And then we called Jenny. Jenny, Jenny. At 8675309. No, that's, um, you know, everybody who had that phone number in their whatever area code they're in, you just fill in whatever area code, you know. Somebody probably has that number. Except I don't think they give it out anymore. Because of that exact problem. Yeah, you might be right. I wonder if you can. No, yeah, I heard that number. I heard about that. Um, you know, let's see. Let's pull it up on the Googles. The Oracle. Can I request the number eight six seven five three zero nine? The uh, uh, the song released nineteen late nineteen eighty one initially gained popularity on the American West Coast in January nineteen eighty two. Many who had the number soon abandoned it because of unwanted calls. When we get, when we first get calls at two or three in the morning, my husband would answer the phone. He can't hear too well. They'd ask for Jenny. He'd say, Jenny doesn't live here anymore. Tommy Two-Tone was the one who had the record. I'd like to get a hold of his neck and choke him. <laughs> this is a quote from Miss Laureen Burns, an Alabama householder formerly at uh, 205-867-5309. She changed her number in 1982. Yeah, and some dude named Shamburger had it too. I see that. Asking telephone companies to trace the calls was no use, as Charles and Marine Shamburger, then in West Akron, Ohio, at 216-867-5309, learned when Ohio Bell explained, we don't know what to make of this. These calls are coming from all over the place. A little over a month later, they disconnected the number and the phone became silent. Um, some places the number was picked up by commercial businesses or acquired for use in radio promotions. 
And then there's like a dozen examples here of people just... Our new phone number is Jenny's 8675309, and it's not funny anymore. That's from 2008. So, Tommy, you know, you live on in infamy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the... Uh... Christine. Hello, this is Christine. Annoying kid. Is Jenny there? Giggle. Christine. No. Jenny died in a horrible car crash two days ago. May I ask who's calling? Annoying kid. Click. Oh, man. But yeah, just all of these uh, businesses shamelessly profiting off of the intellectual property of those songwriters. You think they would have a, you know, a, a lawsuit? They'd be able to, you know, they'd be able to sue against uh, those businesses using that number. Claim some royalties. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, you know, American copyright laws used liberally to punish uh, uh, hip hop uh, beat makers across the the U.S. So, you know, the sky's the limit. You know, they could bring the hammer down on whoever they want. I assume. Texas Hammer. Uh, what was his number? No, we're not. Actually, that would probably be illegal. We'd be violating our uh, Texas, our uh, you know, nonprofit uh, status. Yeah. Probably just by saying that, I have committed some kind of a payola infringement. It's certainly a sin. Well, I'd say it's fair use. You know, we're uh, parodying. Yeah. You know, it's it's parody, parody, parody. Okay, uh, not laughing. you know, um, uh, should we close out with some Eddie money? <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to. Well, don't. Uh, okay, let's, uh, you know, let's get weird. Uh, you've been listening to Face Mount Radio on, uh, KPFT, Houston, 90.1 FM, HD2. Thank you, Mom, for donating. Uh, that's, uh, you know... Uh, warms my heart, you know. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, mom. And uh, we, um, you know, you have the brainstorm coming up, and I will be there. Corpus Colossum will be there. I will go under my uh, moniker Axon as uh, you know part of the brain that uh, you know juices. The other parts of the brain with serotonin, I think. I don't have, uh, I'm not a brain surgeon over here. I will be connecting the two hemispheres of all of our brains. I, uh, you know, you can get one hemisphere removed and, uh, you'll be okay. Yeah, I figured there's a lot of brain injuries where one hemisphere is dormant. Well, they just take out. Uh, if you have like seizures and you're having like seizures in one part of your brain and not the other part of your brain, you just cut it in half and take out the part that's having the seizures, and uh, you know that you usually end up with better results. You're just fine. Are you know, you're like half. <laughs> no, this is true. Oh my God. Like half of the brain is gone, and you're just like, okay, you know, whatever. You know, apparently it's like a QR code. You know, where it's like you can be missing like thirty percent of the QR code and still scan it. It's like your brain is like that. Wow. Um, I'd be uh, curious as to what functions were not uh, available during uh, post op 
Well, it's like the the other brain parts of the brain like compensate. You know, it's like very neuroplastic. Plastic. I think that's the uh, you know the present tense of that word, or however Greek grammar that. Well, ancient cultures believe that the heart was the uh, you know center of our bodies and created our thinking minds. I That's been disproven. You know, I've been thinking about um getting some getting uh, some uh, trepanning done really? to let the spirits in. Hey, you know, there's uh a website for that and there's some great video of this uh it's actually in one of the research uh, books about, uh, I think it's like, uh, I forget what it's called, but a woman did that and she videotaped it. And it's gruesome. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's uh, it's the price you pay to be able to talk to God, you know. Yeah, trepan- trepanning, for those of you who don't know, is where you drill a hole in between your eyes a little bit higher. And ancient cultures did that. Uh, it's the only way you can 